Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasures. Welcome. Welcome to Guilty Movie Pleasures. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I am hosting today. Normally you see in this chair Ben Begley, not today. Today I will be your host. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm Jesse McIntosh. Um, and joining me today, I have the great pleasure to be joined by a gentleman who you may have seen on Box Office Breakdown. Uh, you will see him at Movie Trivia Schmodown. Did I get that right? Nailed it. Brandon Hanna. Hello, yes. Thank, thank you, you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be on today's episode. I'm super excited to have you. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Box Office Breakdown and Movie Trivia Schmodown. Just give us a brief little snippet so well, we're excited to watch you. Uh, Box Office Breakdown is a show here on the Popcorn Talk Network. I've started to do it the last two weeks and hopefully continue moving forward, assuming I don't get fired. Which I don't think I will because I'm pretty great. I don't know. I'm not that great. But well, we break down the... <laughs> what, what, a, what a 180 you just well, did on you yourself. Know. That was incredible. I knew Ryan, I'm pretty great. I'm not that great. I knew Ryan would have some sweet sound bite to go along with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, we break down the... Uh, thank you. We break down the box office every week. Uh, we go through our predictions for the upcoming week, and we do a little box office bet, and uh, the loser has to watch whatever terrible movie gets betted on that particular week. So <laughs> this week coming up, we did a bet on The Turning, that new horror movie with Finn Wolfhard yeah. and uh, Mackenzie Davis, I believe. So uh, hopefully I don't have to go see it unless it's great, but I don't think it will Is be. that a terrible movie? That It looks... Maybe not it, terrible? It doesn't... I don't know. Okay, you, you're you down is, on it. it. It is January, so... Yes. But January has given us gems in the past, and it gave us a gem this Occasionally. year. Occasionally. We are, which is an incredible segue. Do you guys like that? We are here today talking about the newest installment in the Bad Boys series, Bad Boys for Life. Uh, yeah. Bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they I don't know the We don't do that anymore. No, but they do. That's the thing. They always say they don't, but they always do. We are talking Bad Boys for Life. We're going to talk some spoilers today. So if you're worried about the plot of Bad Boys for Life being spoiled for you, go ahead and check it out in theaters. Come back and join us. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We have actually trapped producer Ryan, <laughs> who has not seen the movie. That's correct, Ryan? I have not seen it. Okay, what's your problem? I'm going to get spoiled. No, yeah. I just I wasn't available uh, this, this weekend. Okay. I, I should have been. I should have been. Yeah, this is one of those things where you make time. Yeah. Okay? Um, I blew it. So we'll, we'll figure this all out after the show, Ryan. Um, but... We are talking Bad Boys for Life. Um, it is canon on Guilty Movie Pleasures that Bad Boys is the greatest franchise of all movie franchises. Ben is not here to fight me on that. Um, so that's what we're rolling with. What is your history with the Bad Boys franchise, Brandon? What is my history? Yes. Oh, I don't know if it's as a storied history as of this show, but <laughs> I, I've always been a fan. Okay. And uh, yeah, I like the movies. They're They're great. Okay. Um, where where did this one fall in your ranking? Is this the greatest movie you've ever seen, or is it only top three greatest movies you've ever seen falling short of the other two Bad Boys movies? 
It might be the greatest movie I've ever seen. So this is number one out of all your it is all your bad boy I think so. experiences. I'm, I, I have to go back and watch all three just to really make sure. Mm-hmm. But I think this one packed enough of an emotional punch where I just give it that slight edge over the other two. You know, it did. It did. And I actually feel like the emotional punch of all the bad boys movies is an overlooked part. It's always in there because it's always like ultimately about brotherhood and like what would one person do for their best friend and how they it's the mantra that they repeat over and over and over again they did it early in this movie but they do it through all three we ride together we die together they do it all the time and that that sort of uh infuses everything that's in the movie and it really drives uh the emotional story behind it but you're right this uh this particular movie was a lot about family um both literally and figuratively um, so there was a lot, a lot more emotional tension there, I think, than you would typically expect in like a blockbuster action movie. Yeah, definitely. The, the, the family stuff. And like you said, just all three films, was, what would you do for your best friend? What lengths would you go to, to, to help out your best friend? And so I, like, I even found myself watching this movie towards the end when they go down to Mexico, like, would I fight the cartel for my best friend? <laughs> I think I would. Oh, you're a good. You're I a good think man. I would. I'd probably die, but I, would, I think I, I would, would. Definitively not. No, I would not fight the cartel. <laughs> no, I would. I would call For your best friend. Yeah, I would call the police. I think, <laughs> and I would say, "Look, my best friend. But you, something happened. You to are him. the police. If you I, are the police. I mean, I am not. That's <laughs> the reality of my life. Actually, is that I am not the police. But uh, I guess if I were, I would follow him down there. There's no jurisdiction. It's every man for himself. I guess. Um, so you're putting yourself in harm's way. But I. I think that if I were properly trained and uh, fully confident in my abilities, as both of these fine gentlemen are, then I, w- I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. That's the spirit. There you go. <laughs> Basically, if you were Rambo and Rambo Last Blood, you'd go. If I was Rambo, if I was Mike Lowry, um, and that's it. Anyone but Jesse McIntosh. That's right. Yeah. No, Jesse McIntosh would most certainly not do it. I would. I went to Mexico once on vacation, and that's that's it. Come on, Marcus did it. He's a little out of shape. He needed his glasses. He still went down there and took care of business. He did. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into the plot uh, deeply in a little bit, but I just want to make note of the fact that Will Smith spent the entire movie saying you need to wear your glasses. And when he finally did put them on, it was in the middle of a gunfight. And it's like, my dude, if you had them on you for a gunfight, why aren't you wearing them? Like, why are you just carrying them with you? If you're not going to wear them, why even have them? Um, but I guess I guess he's a cop and he's prepared. It, it was really funny for me because he puts the glasses on and he goes, wow, it's like HD. And I can't tell you how many times I've done that growing up every time I got a new pair of glasses, <laughs> where it just got to the point that'd be an ongoing bit with me and my dad, where he'd be like, it's like HD, huh? I'd be like, oh, you have no idea. Is that Does that still play now that everything is HD? <laughs> I think so. I think it still plays. Okay. I don't know. Maybe maybe not to a newer audience, but to me, I mean, to me, I laughed. That's good. That's good, and that's the important thing. It resonated. That, yeah, is yeah. that you're you're enjoying it for yourself? Um, great. So personally, as I said, it's canon on this show that Bad Boys for Life is the greatest franchise. I I don't feel like they've had a miss. I love more than almost anything in this world Bad Boys Two. I think it's a perfect movie. I think it's hilarious. I think the action is insane. I think the two, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, 
are at the top of their comedic games and their action games simultaneously. Will Smith is uh, a king. I think you all know that I feel that way. Um, and I was a little bit nervous about this movie because it's been so long and Will Smith has had some clunkers and Martin Lawrence hasn't done anything in a while, but I feel like they just stepped right back into it and were their same old selves. And I, I loved this movie. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, it certainly did feel like they just jumped right back into it. To me, you know, Bad Boys 2 came out in 2003. To me, it felt like this movie only came out a few years later and in the best way possible, not in a dated right. kind of way. Right. It, it felt such like a natural succession to its predecessors that it worked so well. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's important to note also because Ben, I was having a conversation with Ben uh, a couple weeks ago about it. And he was saying he hoped that it wasn't something where they like split up and because the trailer sort of makes you think Will Smith is going to tag along with this other group, which we found out called Ammo, this group of young officers, sort of like a SWAT team deal. Um, And they were going to be split up the whole time. And the joy of these movies is they're together and the like love hate relationship that they have with one another. Um, But I think the great thing about this is that they didn't have to do it. So like. I kind of always believed in my heart that that they wouldn't have done it if it wasn't a good enough script and it wasn't something that sort of fit in the rest of the series. Um, and they wouldn't have done it if one of them just wanted to take the day off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was they were both sort of in with two feet. And uh, yeah, it showed. It was great. I do want to give a special shout out uh, to the woman in front of me in the theater who brought a toddler. Um, is not a movie for toddlers, a lot of cursing. Um, they even apologize to the toddler in the film for all the cursing. <laughs> That's true. And then also to the guy who uh, I was in a row with three people, myself all the way at the end, a guy all the way on the other end, and then one guy who sat directly next to me but knew the guy on the other end and during the previews got up and talked to him for a little bit, and then when the movie started, he came back and sat directly next to me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why he didn't sit next to his friend. But that just colored my experience a little bit. Um, so you have seen the show. You know that we do the plot in under three minutes. Yes. You are a little bit nervous about I it. I am. It is a daunting task. Tell me when you saw this movie. I saw it on Sunday. Great. Uh, it is today, Tuesday. Tuesday. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to do the best that we can. Um <laughs> And we're gonna ride together and die together. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going down to the cartel for go. my guy Brandon. <laughs> I'm counting in. All right. All right. Uh, we're going in three, two, one. So we start off on a car. What we think is a car chase. Will Smith is driving crazily through the uh, city of Miami. He's driving on the beach. Uh, he's swerving around buses. Pulls into a parking spot. They run into a hospital. Turns out Marcus is a grandfather. His daughter had a baby, and it turns out she married. Or she's had a baby with Reggie. Reggie, the guy from the most iconic scene in Bad Boys 2, where they're yelling at him, quote, drunk. Um, So Martin Lawrence is like, you got to marry this woman. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go and they have a celebration with the rest of the officers. And Will Smith is like, I could beat you in a foot race right now. They bet whether uh, who will win. Marcus is thinking about how he wants to retire. So if Will Smith wins, he doesn't. If he if Martin Lawrence wins, he does. They're in the middle of the foot race. And this guy, uh, who, oh, the bad guy who I forgot to set up, but he drives by on a motorcycle and he shoots Will Smith down. Yeah. So uh, Armando, I believe his name is, he shoots yeah. Will Smith down and Will Smith goes to the hospital. You think the worst, uh, but he's re- he's recovering for, for, for six months, it is. And... Uh, as he's recovering, this, this assassin, he starts shooting down all these other targets, like at least a dozen other targets, it feels like, that are all in connections to the same 
crime the same that that got hit that got his mother and his father placed in prison which he broke out his mother earlier in the film and now that sets this whole chain of events in motion and then when that happens will smith he recovers and he asked uh marcus to help him come back for one last time and he doesn't he refuses so uh mike tries to go on his own to so yeah so he goes to the guy who made the bullets so they found out uh they pulled the bullets out of mike and they found their custom bullets so he goes and he finds the only guy making custom bullets um and he uh he kills him or he no he goes and there's a shootout and the guy dies before he's able to ask him what's up and then marcus gets a call from a a confidential informant that they used to have and he's scared that he's about to get killed so marcus calls uh mike and they go together and they're about to go up to the hotel and the guy falls onto their car and then will smith goes up and to try and find the guy who just pushed him off and they get in a a fight uh, and he almost kills him but then he doesn't and he runs off and then eventually this leads to the final target of the assassin, uh, the police chief. He takes him out after uh, his granddaughter's uh, basketball game. This convinces Marcus to, to rejoin the force, and they try to go after the bad guys together, and they go after this former player for Marcus's basketball team when he was a kid, and I think he, he called him some name like a dickhead, and then it's really funny that comes back later, but then he gets away, and then ammo gets disbanded because they failed, but then they decide, they decide to go back down to Mexico for one last time, Ammo shows up because Marcus called them. And because Will Smith found out that the Armando is his son. Yes, Armando is his son. Right, so he's going down to like sort of save him, I guess. But he goes down and there's a meeting in uh, the, a church, I guess. Uh, the woman is a witch. And uh, they they uh, ambush him. Every, everyone pulls out guns. And then Will Smith pulls out guns. And then the whole thing sets on fire. And they have a big fight. And he's like, I'm your father. Right. And then he saves sure. Marcus. And then the Long. whole thing burns up and they get out alive. Well done. Whew. We missed a bunch of stuff. We did. <laughs> but then, that, that's applause for missing a bunch of stuff. But then much like in the movie, since we're out of time, there's a post credit scene yes. where we see there's a potential mission for uh, Mike's son to potentially reduce his prison sentence. Yes. So that counts because that's a post credit scene. There you go. And it's our post three minutes. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. Well done. Well done out of you. Um, <laughs> Thank they, you. Thank you. They did. <laughs> I I tweeted this out a couple weeks ago, uh, and since they have set up a Bad Boys Four, really wish they would have saved the title Bad Boys for Life for number four. <laughs> but uh, you can't win them all, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so let's break this down a little bit, right? Um, we start off with the car chase or the quote car chase, like I said, right? This is uh, what's in the trailer, basically the full beginning of the trailer. Uh, Will Smith is driving recklessly through Miami. They make it up to uh, to the delivery room, and they find out Marcus is a grandfather. And we reveal Reggie, which I had an audible reaction to. How did you feel upon seeing Reggie on screen again? Yeah, Reggie was great. He even I think he kind of mumbles under his voice the same way he does in Bad Boys too. Yeah, and that got a huge reaction out of my audience. There seemed to be a lot of true Bad Boys fans there, which I appreciated. Yeah. So that was pretty great. I would say the stars of the Bad Boys series, Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, and Reggie. In that order, everyone else is yeah, I mean, them. even that scene alone from Bad Boys 2, I think, is a viral video by now that circulates its way around Facebook. It's whenever I have to convince someone who hasn't seen one of the Bad Boys movies to watch it, that's the scene that I show them. So this is a perfect example of what you're in for. And it's not even a – it's not violent. It's not a car chase. It's no action. It's just – 
Will Smith and Martin Lawrence being dudes. This is it right here. It's so perfect. What you doing here? Take home, Megan. What? And this is this is right after a fight that Martin Lawrence and Will Smith have had, I believe. Yes. So this is actually how they make up. Yeah, it's great to see them kind of come together because they had a huge fight like right before. Yeah. What's your name? Reggie. Well, I heard the motherfucker say your name, Reggie. You want to take Megan out? How old is you? Fifteen. Shit, nigga, you at least thirty. I like how they both say thirty. They're just so on the same page about this whole thing, and it's so great. And then Will Smith breaks out his gun. We're, we don't have to do the whole thing. We're doing the a gun different movie. There it is. You, don't, you no, no, a big old tall, no. ludicrous looking motherfucker. Ain't With you? ludicrous you... playing in the background, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful symmetry. Hey, look, get out hey, the way. Hey, if I see okay. you on the highway, hey, get hey, the fuck out hey, of hey, my way. Hey, <laughs> oh man! And somehow, someway, Reggie stuck around. It's incredible. I love Reggie. Uh, so, uh, but this is where we get the information. So, like I said, they go to the bar after that. They're having a celebration for Marcus, your grandfather now. And Marcus drops the information on, on Will Smith. Uh, hey, I'm retiring. This is it for me. I'm a grandfather now. I want to spend time with my grandson. Um, I don't want the danger of all this. I'm retiring. Will Smith then promptly challenges him to a foot race. When was the last time you were in a foot race, Brandon? It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine as as an adult uh, getting so irritated with someone that we have to foot race. It's probably been, um, I think, right out of college, someone challenged me to a foot race. And it was very similar. No one shot me, but it was very similarly on the street and a bunch of people were watching. It almost reminds me of that episode of Seinfeld where Jerry yeah. has to do the foot race. Yeah, yeah. it's just so awkward <laughs> yeah. seeing two grown people challenge, and they're like in jeans, yeah, and not, yeah, not dressed for the occasion at all. Um, so Will Smith gets shot in the middle of this race, which was a shocking moment for me. Um, you you don't expect something like that that the main guy is going to get taken down in the beginning, um, but then what I love about it um, is is so ammo we f- we figure out that ammo is uh, on the case right and so they've taken the bullets out of Will Smith and they figured out that they are custom bullets and then we do a flash we we time jump six months later to when Will Smith is better um, and where's ammo at. Nowhere else. They they still have the information that uh, that it was custom bullets, but n- nothing beyond that. They've sort of been sitting on that. I think they did figure out who sold the bullets after but, Will Smith did. Yeah, well, he shows up and he's like, <laughs> "I figured out it was so and so." I forget his name, but and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we know." Yeah, and they're like, they're on the way to the captain to be like, "Hey, we're gonna go check. We're gonna go surveil this guy." And bookers. Yeah, yeah. And Will Smith's like, that's actually where I'm headed. (laughs) So they've just for six months been, I don't know, doing nothing. It seems like seems like a unit that technologically capable. Is that what I want to say? Um, Perfect. And also, like, it seems like they they don't have any other cases. (laughs) Like their sole mission is figuring this out. Yeah, I didn't even think about and that. They, it's their only case that they're on. They're, Will Smith was on the case for 12 hours, and he figured out the same amount of information that they had. Um, so I, that either shows how good he is or how inefficient they are. I don't know. I, I agree. They they, they got to do better. <laughs> do better, Ammo. No wonder you got disbanded. Um, they had it coming. Yeah, they sure did. But then they get... they. 
they get undisbanded. I don't know. I don't it's know unclear. I don't know. Is there a word for that? I think rebanded. I think, I think they get rebanded at the end with uh, Marcus and Mike leading them. I hope so. I hope yeah. so because they 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 showed promise. They just didn't execute the way I wanted them to. You know what I mean? We also get a strange moment where Will Smith refers to them as a high school musical yes. boy band group. Um, but Vanessa Hudgens is in the group. Is in High School Musical. And is in High School Musical. But So in Bad Boys, in the world of Bad Boys for Life, High School Musical exists. <laughs> but Vanessa Hudgens was not in it? Question mark? We talked about this on Box Office Breakdown, and we didn't criticize it. Now you're kind of pulling it apart and uh, just... I think it's an important world. thing to talk about because what it exploded the whole. Yeah. There's there's a photo of her. I guess <laughs> I was I was waiting for video to run. It exploded the whole notion of the High School Musical franchise. If Vanessa Hudgens, maybe this is maybe that's her, and she just in this world changed uh, professions from actor to cop. I don't know. Maybe she did some inward thinking and was like, I would not follow my best friend down to. Uh, fight the cartel in Mexico. But if I were a cop, I would. I should be a cop. Thank you very much. There we go. There you go. <laughs> I can't believe they make a High School Musical joke and she's in the movie. Yes. Yes. I think that's probably why they made the High I'm School sure Musical make, joke. That's like making Star Wars jokes in Marvel movies and you have like Mace Windu right there. Like he's Samuel L. Jackson's right there. Well, they do do that. So then, yeah. So then what... What was Star Wars? Like, who did that in Star Wars? There's another yeah, guy. Yeah, well, uh, Spider-Man makes the joke in Civil War, saying, guys, ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And Sam Jackson plays Nick Fury, and he also plays Mace Windu in Star Wars. Mm. So that... Uh, I'm, I'm anti falling this. falling down a rabbit hole. I'm anti hole. this. Stop it. <laughs> Just be in your own world. <laughs> Make up a high school musical comp and talk about that. Anyway... They go, they go to the guy who's, uh, who's made the bullets and he's, uh, he's making a deal right now. And they're like, ammo's like, we're going to get him on tape making this deal. And then we're going to bust him later and we're going to trade up. So we're going to figure out from him information. And Will Smith's like, no, we got to go grab him right now. Um, and they get a drone in there and they can see that, uh, the guy who's supposed to be paying for the bullets has a very light bag. Will Smith sees this. And he says, that guy doesn't have any cash. I'm going in. So he goes in. Vanessa Hudgens follows him. Uh, and almost immediately, there's a shootout. Uh, Will Smith somehow survives. Uh, there's cars driving through. There's cars falling on people. Our guy eventually gets impaled by the car lift. Um but it's grassy. Uh, that there it is. is. There, I could see the wheels <laughs> yeah. turning. I was like, I'm going to let it simmer for a moment. Um, what did so? What did you think of the action in this movie? Because this notably was not directed by Michael Bay, but there were a lot of sort of Michael Bayish elements still in it. I actually, I really liked the action. I mean, some of it was, I guess, a little repetitive as all action can be, but it was also really inventive at times, mm -hmm. which I thought was really cool, especially in the final battle. We get this really cool shot where the camera kind of turns sideways and the, um, I forget the, the woman's name, the, she, her and Will Smith used to date. She was the leader of Ammo, becomes yes. the captain at the end. She is like running underneath like this balcony and shooting guys through the floor as she's running. Yeah. And that, I thought that was really cool. There were a couple, what stood out to cool me shots like that in that in that final sequence also uh will smith she and will smith were on an uh upper level 
and then the son Armando reaches his hand, like punches through the ground yeah. <laughs> and pulls Will Smith through. Um, but then when we, when we get down to his level, it, there's like 10 foot clearance. I don't know how he did that unless there's like a trampoline or something, but he's remarkable strength He's to, an assassin. to leap and punch through a ceiling and floor to grab someone and yank him through wood. Um, but so, uh, so this action sequence is our first, first in earnest action sequence. We got a little bit in the beginning with Armando sort of taking control of the cartel. Um, but this is our, the first one in earnest. Um, and it sort of gets us back into the swing of things a little bit. Um, cause there had been sort of plot heavy up until that point. And we got to that point and we started like having some fun a little bit, I thought. Yeah. That was the first time in the movie that they really just cut loose and there's action, people dying and it was very bad boys. Yeah. And, uh, true to form, uh, very predictable. Our guy who we were there to get died without giving <laughs> up the information. Uh, I could have could have told anyone. I could have told the stranger sitting directly next to me. Um, hey, that guy's going to die. But uh, it was it was satisfying. The fight was cool. He died in a satisfying way. Um, but that takes us back again to the chief being like, damn, man, I told you to sit this one out. Yeah. I love I love he dropped the woosah yeah. from Bad Boys, too. But he still has that. He was quoting a lot of Buddhist monks. Yes. He's still still struggling with uh, his inner peace, which was good to see. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I like, too, with the action is we kind of I feel like all the different characters kind of had their moments yeah. a little bit, which was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anyone kind of left out. It was always one cutting from one person to the other. And yeah. it, it seemed like and, and it was easy to see it wasn't shaky cam or anything like that. Which is good. But that one particular scene, you know, kind of talk about like the whole high school musical joke was hard for you to suspend your disbelief a little bit. I didn't understand how they got that drone so close. And drones are pretty loud and nobody noticed it. They're like, yeah, yeah. There were a couple, a couple of things. That being one. And the um, audio of the voices of the people they're spying on crystal clear, despite the fans of the the, incredible, I guess the blades, I guess the only thing you can say is they're in a, mechanic shop so there are <laughs> engines going yeah. i don't know i it's it's you got to suspend your disbelief on that one also like in the end when the whole place is burning up and they're all just on the top floor and there's an inferno below them <laughs> and they're just fighting um no harm is coming to them and then somehow they're able to get out of the building we don't see them get out of the building but there the doesn't old... seem to be an escape route no the only way out of the building seemed to be that helicopter that they destroyed yeah <laughs> hey marcus don't shoot the pilot i shot the pilot <laughs> yeah so just yeah there are a couple of things that that uh gets your brain in knots my i think my favorite one of those uh since we're on the subject was when will smith gets shot the the woman who whose name I'm blanking on who uh, becomes captain at the end, uh, she rushes up to the scene. They all sort of swarm and are like trying to put pressure on the wounds, and she's just yelling, "Who did it? Who did it?" Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, they're they're gone, man. I don't know. You're gonna have to figure it out. All right, it was me. Yeah, like. As if it were one of the cops that was just like there trying to prevent him from bleeding out. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, I accidentally shot him three times. That's <laughs> that was a mistake that I have to own now. And then the Armando uh, didn't change his mo. He was just in a black motorcycle outfit on a black motorcycle with no tags. 
Yeah. And it's like you like that uh, has been identified as what the killer is <laughs> At doing. The scene of every crime. Yeah, maybe maybe don't go ahead and drive around like that in a major <laughs> metropolitan. Like you're gonna get ID'd by someone or like stopped in a routine traffic stop. Be like, hey, you fit the description. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but he's he's kind of brazen. Yeah. And I also thought it was interesting to me how he released the video of Mike getting shot as like kind of proof that this quote unquote bulletproof cop is not bulletproof. But I mean, he survived. He survived. So if anything, it's even more proof that he's bulletproof. Right. He survived. And not only that, but we see him in the wheelchair and then he gets up out of the wheelchair and never uses the wheelchair. Fine. He's just like, like, I got you. Like the next scene we see him in, he's working out. Yeah. Like, um, take it easy, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know if the stitching is all healed. I'm not a physical therapist, but I'm just worried about the healing process going on. You probably hit some internal organs that you can't see immediately, but you might be doing damage to. I'm just worried about Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. So that they ran into that dead end. The only source of information is dead. Marcus gets a text or a call on his phone. Um, that's from the, their old CI who's on the roof of a building and is like, I feel like I'm in danger. Um, and so Will Smith goes to pick him up. They drop the baby off, which is a very funny scene. Marcus's wife is at a spa and Will Smith just puts the baby down. Yeah. <laughs> and as she's realizing what's going on, he closes the door, doesn't say anything. He just closes the door and leaves. Yeah. He's like, you know, Teresa on a scale of one to 10, how mad is she right now? He's like, one, it's like one to 10. He's like, uh, what's a 10? Like the time I broke up with your sister? Yeah. <laughs> no, why would you bring that up? <laughs> yeah. It was it was like sort of an awkward exposition dump yeah. of like, remember all this stuff that happened in the like, past? Remember at the end of the last movie I was dating his sister? Not yeah. anymore. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's why we're all okay with me, with a new romantic lead, right? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gabrielle Union is nowhere to be found. Um, yeah. So, uh, so they're driving to the CI. They're taking their time because Marcus is observing the speed limit like a good citizen that he is. Um, they pull up to the to the building. They get out, and the body immediately falls onto the car. Um, yeah, there it is, uh, leading to another comedic moment. Just they're just so great together. The chemistry there is so good, and they stayed uh, with their backs to the car for quite a bit of time, just discussing what it could have been. Um, and then Will Smith runs up. Like we said in the three minutes, he runs up to go figure out what happened, and we get they the two of them then get thrown out of a window, him and Armando, and they are fighting, and it seems like Armando could kill him, but he doesn't. We find out that Armando's been given orders not to kill him yet; that he has to suffer first, um, and then we get the scene at the basketball game. Yes, right? that was that was a shocker for me, but then after it happened, I was like. Oh, that's why they gave him this entire scene and this whole monologue. I'm like, oh, this makes sense. I should have seen this yeah, coming. It kind of stuck out because there he's in the Ugh. middle of screaming at the referees and the other players yeah. in his teenage daughter's basketball game. And then he takes a breath and starts, like I said, quoting Buddhist scripture, I guess, um, just telling a story about uh, about a guy on his horse and he says to Will Smith, the horse uh, is your anger. You got to get off that horse, basically. Um, and then they're walking to the car and the chief gets taken out. 
Um, Will Smith f- figures out what's going on and hides behind a car. Um, but the chief is dead. Um, so then from there, they figure out uh, that the bullet maker had an accountant on all of his deals. So they go to the accountant's house and the account, they like bust into the accountant place like right after he did a line of coke um and he's just nuts like yeah. he's going crazy a little bit um and marcus is taking a nonviolent approach and just yeah. getting his ass beat yeah he's like i'm gonna try to pierce into his soul yeah <laughs> <laughs> with my heart yeah <laughs> and he's just getting his ass beat um and then will smith is about to do something violent and then ammo shows up because marcus called ammo so he's trying to get everyone to work together um, and then, uh, oh man, I'm told, I know that I'm, I'm now leaning on you who has seen the movie less recently, <laughs> but what happens immediately after they, I know, I know, uh, what happens immediately after they leave the accountant's place? I believe that's when they realize that the person, uh, that they're looking for is, uh, I forget his name, Swalo. Is Swalo. Swalo. Who, so we totally forgot the club when we were doing yeah. the... I think I might have like brushed over it very quickly. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Swalo, who was the former star of a children's basketball team that Marcus was the coach of. Yep. And I thought that was a pretty funny moment where he's like, he's like, yeah, I benched him. He's like, he was the best player on the team. We lost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we lost by 40. But I got my point across. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, he's like, he's like, why'd you bet you? But he said, because he, uh, I, I said it in the the recap. Oh, he's like, uh, he called him something. He, yeah, he called me a dickhead. Dickhead, that's yeah, what it is. Uh, yeah, and then he calls him a dickhead again once they get him in the car. Yeah, which I think he's like, you dickhead. Yes, <laughs> got him in like a headlock. Yeah, so they figure out his birthday. Yeah. He's celebrating his birthday at this club. Um, so they go to the club and uh, classic bad boys club scene. Yeah, you need it. Um, so they're in the club. Um, and they set this whole thing up where they, uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence just sort of like sidle up next to him and are basically like, like, we're the police. We're about to arrest you, which I don't really know why yeah, they did that. I think they're like singing and dancing. Yeah. Like, you're going to go to jail. Like something right. like that. They've just done it with brute force this entire time and for some reason decide to use finesse here and just like are whispering. He to does him. escape miraculously. He like, like jumps Spider-Man. off the balcony. <laughs> He jumps off the balcony and runs and gets on a motorcycle. And Will Smith's like, follow me. I'm jumping off. And Martin Lawrence is like, no. And so he, Will Smith jumps off. And then he has to wait in the car for Martin Lawrence to like run down the stairs and uh, and, gra- and get in the car. So then we get in a motorcycle chase. Um, yes. And uh, Marcus, he made a vow against violence. Uh-huh. But then we get this really funny exchange between the two of them on the motorcycle. He's like, God gave you that gun. God wants you to use this gun. Yes. Like, You're right. So he's just in a little sidecar and he's just yeah. finding weapons in it. <laughs> Is this a grenade? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't want to use the grenade. And Will Smith pulls the pin yeah. out. And he's like, well, you better throw it. And this is another suspension disbelief thing. But he tosses the grenade behind him to a bunch of guys chasing them on motorcycles. The grenade bounces. The guy scoops it in a motorcycle, scoops the grenade, tosses it forward, somehow doesn't catch up to it by the time it explodes. And it just propels the two of them (laughs) forward. Just a stunning fit of athleticism there. Um. But so then Swalo grabs onto a helicopter ladder from Armando and Will Smith leaps onto the ladder. So he's climbing up 
And Armando's telling Suelo, get out of the way. And he's like, I don't know where you want me to go. And so he just shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Probably should have just jumped. Yeah, I would think so. Because that's what Will Smith does. Yeah. Will Smith jumps. And then from the sidecar, Martin Lawrence blows the helicopter away. Doesn't kill him. Doesn't knock him down. But he just sort of like relieves, relieves the situation a little bit. They come back. They have Suelo's phone. They figure out. Um, or no, they have Armando's phone, right? They have someone's phone. One of Suelo's the phone. phone. Suelo's phone. Uh, oh shit, we're running out. So okay, uh, they they very quickly like break into the phone. They look at all the numbers. Will Smith texts this like secret code that he and this woman had. Um, yeah, he texts like it to Hasta all of Yeah, Something which like means that. nothing. Yeah, but it's what they used to say to each other because it's what Armando says it to uh, Mike before he's going to shoot him before he jumps. Right, and then that's what makes that's him, what triggers that's it. That's what triggers head. it. So then he figures out which number is hers. Um, he decides I'm going to go down. I'm going to uh, confront her. I'm going to talk to him. So he goes down. We talked about it already. Martin Lawrence hops on. The plane. Then it turns out all of ammo is there. Yeah, he's like, um, we ride, we we fly together, we die together. What? what? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I can see, I can see how yeah. that would have sounded. <laughs> it's just great. Um, and then uh, we are desperately running out of time here, but they basically meet up in what looks like an old church. Um, the whole thing uh, set aflame. Like you said, Martin Lawrence shoots down the helicopter, so they have no way out. There's an emotional confrontation between Will Smith and Armando of like, I'm your dad. She then shoots Armando, but Armando yeah. has enough strength to still save Martin Lawrence, <laughs> who's dangling out. off of the edge, about to fall into a, a pit of flames. He saves them. They somehow walk out before the explosion. Yeah. Like I said, everybody gets their moment. We get the the big IT guy that uh, doesn't want to hurt anybody. But then Will Smith tells him, he's like, I'll pay for your therapy. Go hurt some people. Yeah. And he does. And it's great. And then, of course, we get the, the final scene of the movie where he is talking about his therapy. And he's like, oh, my therapist thinks we should all do a group therapy session together. And they're like, yeah, I'm not good. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. And then, like you said, we get the stinger of uh, Armando potentially could be joining this revitalized group of ammo um, for some special op that they're working on. Yeah. I think that's exactly what bad boys four is going to be. I, I actually wouldn't mind. He, uh, Oh yes, we should mention the, the Michael Bay cameo yes. at the wedding <laughs> where he uh, is handing out champagne and introduces uh, Mike Lowry to the, to the guests. Um, so that was a nice little touch. It's good to know there's no animosity there at all. Yeah, that was good. There was a lot of people in my theater that were like, oh, is that, is that, oh, I don't know. Is that him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, It is sort of without fanfare, but uh, they do, they do like give him uh, a nice moment and they like center him in the frame and they give him, give him that. Yeah. Um, so that was very cool. Um, and yeah, like I said, the, the, I don't know who plays Armando, but uh, he's badass. Oh yeah. That like, scene where he kills all the guys after they want to turn on him for, for fishing the money out of the ocean yeah that was wild that was incredible so hopefully we get more of that in bad boys four bad boys for life four is probably what it'll be called uh that thank you so much for joining us on another episode of guilty movie pleasures where can they find you on social media brandon? you can find me on twitter and instagram at brandon hannah 07 
Great. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Too Much Jesse for Sketch at The Prom Losers. You can find us at Guilty Movie Guys. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Comment. Talk to us. What did you think of Bad Boys for Life? What do you think of the Bad Boys series? Let us know. Until next time, what is your Guilty Movie Pleasure? From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.